Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I'm looking forward to the next couple of months and getting back into the swing of things with this podcast. I want to thank you guys, the listeners, for all of the support that you've given my podcast over the years. It's hard to believe that I started this in February of 2015. Uh, It's been a great journey and I look forward to uh, getting more information to you guys. I want to thank the sponsors of this podcast. I want to thank GoHunt.com and remind you guys that the Black Friday sale actually is starting early on November 12th. There's tons of great gear that's 60% off at the Go Hunt gear shop. Go to GoHunt.com. Also, remember with this Black Friday sale, when you sign up for Insider, you're going to get $100 off to spend at the Go Hunt gear shop. That's just when you sign up for Insider. If you want the Explorer, you get $50 to spend in the Go Hunt gear shop. Go to GoHunt.com. Use the J. Scott promo code. Uh, Guys, I want to thank Go Hunt for their sponsorship. I want to thank you guys for supporting Go Hunt. Uh, They've been a a loyal supporter of mine from the beginning, so go check them out. I also want to thank Kuyu.com. Kuyu is the ultralight hunting gear that I've been wearing since 2010. Uh, Great ultralight hunting gear. Uh, They've got three camo patterns from the Velo to the Verde to the Vias. Uh, they've got packs. They've got all sorts of great lightweight gear. Go to Kuyu.com to order. It's a direct-to-consumer website. You can go to Kuyu.com to order the gear there. I also want to thank Phonescope.com. Use the JScott23 promo code for a 10% discount. Phonescope is the digiscoping device that I use on my iPhone uh, to capture some of the videos and photos that you see on my Instagram account. And then I'd also like to thank Lathrop and Sons and remind you that they're doing a mountain hunt boot giveaway and a custom synergy footbed giveaway all you have to do to enter is go to lathropandsons.com click on the link there to enter into the giveaway and you can be entered into that drawing give james and steven a call if you want to discuss and talk to them about their three boots they basically have the encompass the mountain hunter and the elite boot plus their custom synergy footbeds i've been wearing them uh, now for over a year and just absolutely love their boots you there's two ways to get hold of them boots at lathropandsons.com or you can call them directly call james call steven directly they're two brothers 618-544 8782. Guys, let's get right to these episodes. If you'd like to send me a message, you can go to my Instagram account, which is at jscottoutdoors. You can send me an email, jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. God bless and thanks for your support. Cody, I want to ask you, um, kind of wrapping up here, to give me some glassing uh, tips, some fundamental glassing tips, maybe for some of the people out there that are listening uh, that, that you know, don't have a ton of experience and maybe even to the guys out there that are, that are experts and, you know, professional guides. Uh, can you go through a few fundamental tips yeah, for glassing? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of groundwork? For sure. Um, you know, first and foremost, I think you've heard us talk about um, making the transition from, you know, tripod glassing versus not, but, you know, regardless of what you're glassing from or what your platform is, um, one of the biggest things, I see people moving around a lot. It's almost like they're bored or they're, 
you know, and, and there's a time to move around. If you know a piece of country really, really good and you know where the animals should or shouldn't be, I get it. Power glassing or, or moving at a rapid pace and looking at different places, there, there's a time and a place for that. <clears throat> Generally speaking, I think the biggest people that, the mistake that people make is using the field of view for a given spot and what I mean by that is, is that, you know, binoculars, let's just take a 10-power binocular. Um, you know, generally speaking, they have a 330 to, you know, 350 or 60-foot field of view. And when I'm looking at a piece of country, I think people have a, a, a tendency to look at the center of the, the, the field of view, and then they move the binocular to the next field of view. And <clears throat> I think the number one thing to tell people is is that if you will slow down a little bit and you will let your eyes work the entire field of view and look for those colors and those shapes and those the flick of an ear or something that just doesn't look right but if you will use the entire field of view and some people call it gritting some people you know gritting can be broken up into different things and we'll get into that another day but Jay, I'm just talking about letting your eyes wander within the entire field of view that you're looking at, and once you've, you know, once you've done that, then move it over to the, you know, to overlap, and then let your eyes wander. I think that's the number one thing that people don't do with their binoculars that they should. They don't use the full field of view for, you know, the, the reason that it's nice to have a full field of view. They don't let their eyes wander within it. That's that would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, well, you know, let the, me ask you a quick question in regards sure. to that, just so I understand you completely, and and the the listeners do. Um, what you're saying is you want to glass in the center of your binoculars and and really glass what I would call in the heart of the binocular. But before you move your binocular, you want to be in a relaxed position that allows your eyes to quote-unquote swim or kind of move around within the entire field of view. So you're not recommending people swim their eyes right away. You're saying, you know, focus, you know, really hone in on the center and, and where you're looking, but then kind of relax and allow movement to be picked up in the peripheral all around the whole edge, top to bottom, Absolutely. side to side of the binocular. Yep. Okay. Because cause what, what happens, Jay, is that if, you're, if you will take the natural tendency is for us to look into the, the center of the tube, right? Well, if all you're doing is looking at the center of the tube and, and, and you have a field of view, let's just say at 1,000 yards, it's 350 feet, and you go to overlap between you and the next one and all you're looking at is the center, well, I mean... Now you've got between, you know, center to center, you've got, you know, 350 feet in between those two, and you're only covering the middle, you know, the middle part of that. You've done some overlaps, and I think you're missing some, some you're missing some, some dirt. And so um, I think it's important for, it literally, for people to slow down and let their eyes wander, or I like your term, swim. You know, let, 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 you know, take in all the area, and then once you feel like you've looked it over pretty good, then move it, you know, move it over. And you can do this both hand-holding and from a tripod, but the fact of it is is that 
I think that's when people start to realize how much easier it is from a tripod. One, so more, question that, in regards, <coughs> yeah. one more question in regards to that. Um, when you are scanning a hillside, whether it be off of a tripod, which we highly recommend, or hand-holding, in a normal fashion, if you're glassing across a ridge, you know, you're on one ridge glassing across, are you typically sweeping or, you know, going left to right or right to left as you say, you know, you're talking about glassing in the center of your binocular and then let your eyes swim and then move it over so you're not missing anything. From a, from a uh, logistics standpoint, are you typically sweeping left to right, right to left, or are you typically sweeping up and down, down and up, you know, up and down, that, down that, and up? That's a, a fairly common question, and I would tell you that the first thing I tell people is, is on a general rule, I'm always going left to right, right to left. You know, and then, and then I, I, typically speaking, I start at the tops and, and work my way down. But again, a lot of times I'll let the terrain dictate that. Um, and I think, Jay, the, the, the easiest way to kind of tell this is, is that, you know, if you're looking at a pretty open hillside, the left and right tends to work very, you know, a lot better. But a lot of times, like if I'm looking in uh, across a canyon and, and there's any pines or, you know, big vertical trees in it, it's kind of funny because a lot of times my eyes will, you know, they, they, it just kind of works that, you know, when I go up and down through it, it, it I, I seem to pick up more than, than if I were going right to left. And, and, I, and again, you know, you know, these c kind of become personal things, but, you know, just, I tend to let the terrain dictate, and, 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 and only until someone really starts spending time doing that do they really start to feel like, gosh, I, you know, like I, I, here I am a thousand yards away, but yet my binoculars, it kind of is difficult to follow the terrain, and then you'll kind of find yourself following certain patterns within the, the trees or, like I said, pines or, or bushes. And anytime I'm dealing with big pines, I'm almost, almost always going, you know, up and down, and when I'm in the brush or, or you know, I, I'm typically going right to left. Wouldn't you agree, too, if you're up on a point and let's say that, like, there's timber on, on your left, timber on your right, and maybe there's kind of a long meadow or chaining that, like, goes away from you, that would be a scenario where maybe you just, you're basically looking up and down that, whether you're going left or right or you're going up and down, you're going to cover that opening first. Or if you're, exactly. you know, gla glassing somewhere where there's, you know, thick on all sides, but you have kind of a vertical avalanche shoot or something, it would be kind of crazy for you to make little sweeps left and right, whereas you could either start at the bottom and just pan up or start at the top, which I would typically start at the top and just take one sweep down, um, and then you've basically covered everything in that avalanche chute the most efficient way. And then if you want to go back, you can kind of go back and start sliding left or right. But, but that would be a case like an avalanche chute or something where it's a vertical uh, opening, and you'd want to cover it as quickly as possible on the initial pass. You know, I would start at the top and just pan to the bottom. Right. You know, Jay, it's, it's funny, too, like, you know, and I think we've talked about this before, but there, one of my favorite glassing spots, there's just this horrendously long ridge that literally goes from top to bottom, 
and it, you know, for my high on my right, it, it, it goes at about a 45 degree angle and goes all the way down, you know, to, to my bottom left. And, and, and this is why the importance of, you know, even if you're not using a tripod again, but you, you, it becomes so much easier when you use a tripod in a, in a head, um, like I almost th this th the way that the trees are in this particular hill is or it's not really a hill it's a mountain but the way that the trees are in the vertical and the way that that ridge comes down I almost literally stair step it like I'll I'll put a field of view up and I'll come over a little bit and drop down and then go left a little bit and then drop down and then go left a little bit so you literally start and in in the whole time I'm doing that the terrain is dictating how far I, I, I move out left and then I drop down and I move out left and I drop down. And so, again, I'm letting the terrain dictate how my eyes flow through that, you know, because you can imagine if you were just trying to go left and right, you know, if I went all the way left, I'd be, you know, somewhere on a completely different ridge. And so I just think for tracking and knowing where pockets of deer are, I typically try to pick the terrain out, and I, I and like I said, I, I kind of stair-step that particular ridge, and then, you know, other times I'm moving vertical because the trees are vertical, and other times I'm moving left and right because that's the way the brush kind of is. So I hope that helps. I, 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 it it yeah, that makes, makes a lot of sense, and, you know, to me anyway, and, and, uh, and I, I'd like to say that I'm fairly successful at finding games. So um, I, I hope that, that makes sense to our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, any other tips that you want to leave them with? Yeah, uh, you know, um, you know, Jay, th there's, you know, you know the, the, the one thing I will tell people, um, th this is a great one, and this is more speaking about the optics themselves. I think it's pretty amazing of how many people that you end up talking to that don't set their diopter and... They use this, the main center focus, but they've never set the diopter to their individual eyes. And sometimes um, I, I would tell people to um, that they really need to read the manual for their binoculars, and they need to, to understand the focusing system um, because they may be causing themselves a lot of eye strain that they're not really paying attention to and that really is completely and totally unnecessary. So I think that's another, um, you know, as far as the equipment goes, um, I, I just tell people, please read the, the manuals, and if you don't know how to do it, call me, and I'll walk you through it. But a lot of people set themselves up for failure right out of the box because they're, 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 not, even, they're not even reading the, the uh, you know, how to focus their binoculars, and, and it's like anything else. We always want to get to the prize first, and, and, but I've had people literally – not even know that there's a diopter setting that helps you focus, you know, um, in most cases it's your right eye. And there's, there's a lot of people that don't know that, that that focus is even there. That's very important. Uh, Cody, I, I know you've got to get back uh, with customers and what have you. I know you have a full slate of, 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 of <laughs> helping customers and what have you. 
I want to give you a chance uh, to let the listeners know how they can reach out to you by phone uh, and by email. And, and even more than that, um, I want to give you a chance to, you know, let the customers know how important it is that, you know, each one is like family and you're going to treat each one important and that, uh, you know, especially the J. Scott Outdoors podcast listeners, um, you're going to take care of them. Uh, talk a little bit about that and then let us know exactly how we can get a hold of you. Okay, Cody, I know your time is valuable and I know you've got other customers to handle. I know you were working with some this morning. I want to give you a chance to let the listeners know how they can reach out to you either by phone or by email and how important their business is to you. Yeah, uh, Jay, the, 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 the three ways you can get a hold of me are, are, are this. Optics at GoHunt.com or you can, individually, you can get me at Cody at GoHunt.com and then by phone, it's 702 847-8747 and hit extension 2 and that will take you directly to me. Again, that's 702-847-8747 extension 2. Um, Jay, you know me. We go way back. You know how I take care of my people. You know how I take care of my customers. Um, I try to develop relationships and not just relationships, friendships with people. Um, I try to relate to people. I try to understand what their needs are. And I literally, I, I give them the absolute truth when it comes to, to buying. Um, I will, you know, I will make sure that people, you know, know the things they need to have. I, I, I will tell people things they don't need to have. Um, I'm just trying to treat people like they want to be treated. And that's, you know, be told the truth, the best information, and, uh, and you know, and, and, and able to, uh, to help them you know, again, get out in the field and find game. And that's, that's really, really what we're trying to do here is, is, uh, is set ourselves apart and give people the best expert advice and, uh, you know, that we possibly can. Well, there you have it. 